0: Welcome to the Flute View Radio. This is Viviana Guzman for thefluteview.com. Hello, everybody. I am Viviana Guzman here for the Flute View magazine. The magazine has a couple new items that I wanted to share with you. We are now offering t-shirts. The, with a picture of flutes set in many different languages, in Espanol and in, in all sorts of languages, a Chinese, Japanese, you name it. We're hoping to cover all languages with our T-shirts, mugs, uh, tights, uh, back, back, iPhone cases. So please check that out. It's on our Instagram feed. And also, estamos ofreciendo the Flute View en Espanol también. Así que en el sitio de web hay que ver eh, donde dice en español. So we are now offering the Flute View in Spanish as well. Yay! (laughs) So today's guest is a very special friend of mine and she has been offering the Flute Horoscopes ever since October of 2017. It's been a while every month she sends up sends us the flute horoscopes if you haven't checked them out yet you've got to check out this month's horoscopes yes if you have any questions for her any astrology questions she's also has her she's bringing her to deck. please help me welcome Dr. Geyer this is Rachel T. Geyer
1: hi hi <laughs> how are
0: you I am well. How are excellent,
1: you? Excellent.
0: Excellent. It's cold over here by the ocean. So I'm, oh, I'm jealous.
1: Of... <laughs> I'm a water sign, so I want to be by the ocean. I want oh, to. Oh, you need to come visit. You need to come
0: visit. I do. Yeah. So Yay. Rachel, tell us. Um, you're a flutist, and yes. tell us about how you started your flute life and where you graduated from, and all that your education.
1: Oh, thanks uh, so I grew up in northern Idaho and it's kind of a funny story like I wanted to play the clarinet <laughs> it was like you know in band when they go around and all the instruments and I was really interested in the clarinet but my best friend played the flute and I was not going to let her be the only flute player in the band, so I decided to play flute, and that's how it all started. It started out of
0: spite. How <laughs> funny you know and i I was given a clarinet and I wanted a flute though so, and <laughs> and so uh my neighbor I, I got a free clarinet from my neighbor, and I was like, "No, no, I don't want to play the clarinet." My dad <laughs> says, "Well, but it's free, come on, you can do it." <laughs> so out of spite and then out what of spite. happened what happened after that
1: after that i loved it i just took off you know i really loved learning about music i i took my little uh I, what were those books called master theory like i took my little master theory books and i ran with it and i just i just really loved it like it was something that was that was only me and i i know a lot of people say that like when you start learning an instrument it's it's like it only belongs to you yeah. Um and it's true like if you think about interpretation like our interpretations belong to us.
0: Yes. Yes. And I
1: just thought that was wonderful.
0: I I see it as an extension of the voice. You know, it's our you know. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And what made you resonate with the flute? What is it about the flute that you loved so much? Oh
1: man, that's a really good question. I I I can't even explain it. I I don't even know. I I grew up on a tree farm. So I used to practice outside and I really loved the way that like the sound of the flute echoed through the trees. It was just amazing. I still, when I visit my parents, I, I take my flute and I practice outside because like you nice. can't do that in a city.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's oh, that's beautiful. beautiful. The beautiful. way it
1: hits the wind and the tree. I, I just think it's gorgeous. So,
0: yes. Yeah. yeah seems like it would just be so inspiring to practice a lot, too. Yes, yeah,
1: uninterrupted, right? Outside in the trees. <laughs> I love it. That's
0: beautiful. Well, and then where did you go do your university, get your doctorate
1: from? So I got my doctorate from Minnesota. I hope Emmanuel's watching. I studied with Emmanuel Davis. Love him, love all of his cohorts, too. I love Keith Underwood. Um, and before that I got my master's in San Francisco and I studied with Linda Lucas. Oh. Oh. I know, right. I lived in Daly city. <laughs> that's oh. where I met my husband. <laughs> oh,
0: no, yes. for those of you watching, that's right next door. That's my yes. neighbor. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. We used
1: to, we used to go to your neck of the woods, uh, to, well, my husband plays golf. So there's a golf course there that he likes. And, and we used to actually, um, he proposed to me um, in San Francisco. And the next day we w- went down to the coast where you're at. And yeah. we just spent the day watching the ocean. And it was it was just beautiful. We're both water signs, so it makes sense, yeah. right? We're attracted oh, to the ocean.
0: <laughs> beautiful. Yes. So, so where did this uh, interest in astrology then come on?
1: It was kind of funny. So I got my doctorate um, and you know, I was always imagining like the dream job waiting for me after I got my doctorate and it and it wasn't and Granted I got my doctorate right as the recession was hitting (laughs) Uh, But but you know, I was kind of in this place like I couldn't understand what was happening like my expectations and reality were kind of Colliding and I, I wanted to find a way to explain it to myself and this was just kind of one of the ways I turned to to explain it to myself. I was already reading tarot cards by then, and that was just something I got into in college for fun. But it turned out to be a really good, like, problem-solving mechanism. So whenever something was going on in my life and I didn't understand it or if, if I had a problem or an issue, I, I would I would turn to my cards <laughs> and i would just kind of you know, ask the questions I, i'm not voldemort i don't contact like spirits from the underworld or anything i just kind of look at how the cards lay and see if i can like make new decisions based on what i'm seeing and it works it really does and, and so astrology was part of that um, i used it to kind of understand maybe what is happening in my life but also i used it kind of as a way of self-acceptance so I studied like what my moon sign meant and what my uh, rising sign meant and what my Venus and Capricorn and all those signs. I used it to understand myself. And it, it was really, it's a form of self-acceptance. So instead of having to apologize for being a Scorpio all the time and holding grudges, I can be like, okay, that, that's my nature. I get it. I accept. I can work with this. I can, I can be better knowing
0: that. Absolutely. I resonate with you in that when I was going through a difficult time, I was in New York and I had no concert. I had graduated from Juilliard. No concerts, no income. I wasn't doing anything. How could I even call myself a flute player? And I got an astrology reading and she gave me a forecast of the upcoming year saying that in a year, everything would resolve itself. And miraculously in a year, everything, I had management, I had concerts, I was touring. I was like, oh my goodness. So the next year, and I kept getting readings like this just because it, like you said, it actually works. (laughs) Yeah, it helps
1: you find like structure in chaos Mm -hmm. or at least like some way to go. You know, I sometimes I do a daily or a weekly reading for myself on Sunday nights. And if I see that tower card, or if I see that 10 of swords or one of those chaos cards, I know to be prepared for the rest of the week. It's just really helpful, like for some of us that like, we like to be prepared for every situation that is possible. Like, it's really helpful to like know, okay, if you see a tower card, just you know be on your guard. <laughs> Something might happen. But if you see a sunshine card, if you see that happiness card, you know, you can like you can bask in it. You can bask in the sunshine card, right? So it's
0: good. Well, this, this week, my final, I do four card spread just for fun. Whenever I feel like it, it's always out on my altar. And I got the hangman and I thought, oh no, the hangman. <laughs> that just means
1: you're indecisive. <laughs> yeah. You're well, have to I, like, you're going to have to be patient. <laughs>
0: uh and also there's a bit of transformation in that too in that uh at least in my thoth deck the serpent is kind of around the the, the feet so yeah. there's some some shedding of the skin happening oh, as well. I love that. <laughs> yeah yeah Nice. Wow. So this is where you and I super resonate in our love and passion for astrology and Tarot. Yes. And you've got your Tarot cards there. So you... anybody out there who's listening, who's watching, who would like a mini reading, please send in your question and we will call on you and Rachel will do a little reading. So yes. how fun is that? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Take advantage of this, uh, this opportunity. I love it. Um,
1: you and I are so connected. Like even our signs. I think. I think we made for this once. I am a Scorpio, Sun, uh, what? Gemini Moon, and a Leo Rising. And you're a Leo with a Scorpio Moon and a Gemini Rising. No, so ca- we are ca- totally in tune.
0: Capricorn uh, Moon, but it's in the third house. Got it. Kind of. Yes. <laughs> Almost so the same good thing. enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. um... Do you want to, let's do a little reading right now. Sure, Mm. sure, I've been
1: shuffling my cards this whole time.
0: okay. I have to
1: say, I have to say, before I got in this call with you, the the four of wands popped out of my deck, which means
0: to take a break. So we're all Ah.
1: taking a break right now.
0: Well, also uh, we're going into a very super Piscean time, you know, and which is also very hazy, very Neptunian, very dreamy. Um, it can be a little foggy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, so, just it's, it's a good time to sort of chill by the ocean or just uh, take a bath, you know? That's right. Yeah. And you would know better than I exactly when these transits are happening. Can you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, so um, the sun is going to be in Pisces until I think it's the 22nd, 23rd, 22nd, around then, and then it's going to switch to Aries. And, It's funny that Aries and Pisces are right next to each other because they are worlds apart. Like Pisces, they go with the flow. Pisces are fish. If you just think about a fish in the ocean, they go with the flow. They're very emotional. Aries are all about getting work. I mean, Aries can be emotional too. They kind of spout off, right? (laughs) I have a lot of really good friends that are Aries. Uh, But Aries are all about getting things done. So you go from this, like, this more reflective time in like February and early March to this like progressive, like we're going to, we're going to go for it in April.
0: Yep. Yeah. Also April is, you know, the beginning of spring, at least in the Northern hemisphere. And so I always think of Aries as, you know, a a go-getter sort of energy. Absolutely. Yeah. Or if not the Energizer bunny sort of energy.
1: That's a really good way to think about it, the Energizer Bunny. So, yeah, because heard.
0: it's like all the blue blossoms are sprouting. It's that energy of a blossom going boom. That's you know? right.
1: Oh, I love that. I'm going to use that. Can I see <laughs> <with> my power <fingertips?
0: laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, and I'm wondering, you know, we've all been, oh, it's just been so difficult for all of us performers who are used to traveling around and and seeing the planet and performing and feeling the love of an audience and all of that. And I'm just wondering, you know, uh, my question for the, for the cards today would be, uh, will I start traveling again this year? I mean, I do have one tour, but one tour as opposed to, I used to have, you know, several tours a month before. And, but having said all that though, I am kind of, a loving being at home. I mean, I live in a beautiful place. I also I, I keep a cabin in Big Sur now, and so you have to come visit me in Big I Sur. Yes,
1: we're so close to each other. Yes, we
0: say this every time we talk. I know. You need, you need to. Uh, we need to make it happen. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll do so it. and so, I've really, really enjoyed being being at home. But um, anyway, so I'm just wondering if my how my touring life is going to look okay good question
1: i'll pull a three card spread for
0: you how's that okay Okay. past present future and and once once again if anybody has any questions uh rachel is here for you to do your cards so send in a a burnt your burning questions
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right so your your past is the can you see this it is the what is this the nine of pentacles reversed so uh-huh. you are feeling that lack, or you have been feeling that lack of travel, lack of um, opportunities. Um, but that's in the past. That's the past. The present is okay. This this explains a lot. So the present is oh, the seven I see of all those pentacles, pentacles. Right? You're yeah. frustrated. You're super <laughs> frustrated. So this happened, where like all of a sudden you have to take a back seat. To all of you, all of your work, all of your travels, all of the wealth, all of the money, and now you're just kind of frustrated. Like you've planted your seeds, and you're waiting for them to grow, but they're not growing fast enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. All right. So <laughs> 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 the future uh, is the emperor reversed. I call this one the um. Oh, what's that term? The disorganized professor you know um the absent-minded professor that's what i like to call this one uh-huh. this is just chaos like you're uh, you're gonna have to work you have, you're gonna have to be a pisces you're gonna have to transform into a fish and go with the flow because things are going to be a little chaotic yeah. so what i think this is saying is like you're ready you're ready to go you're ready to travel you're ready to do it you've planted all your seeds but it might not be as easy as you think it'll happen but mm-hmm. it won't be as easy as you think so you mm-hmm. might have to go through more hoops as things you know start to open up and things like mm-hmm. travel starts to uh, open up as well it, it might be a little um chaotic
0: yeah <laughs> you can do it just be a fish just yeah no a fish. <laughs> I, as i said i i kind of i'm really enjoying being at home actually and seeing the beauty of it and if that's you know, if that's what the way it's going to be, it's fine also. I mean, I, I super identify with my son in the 10th house, you know, wanting to <laughs> shine <laughs> and be in front of a public, but, um, but I'm also quite, I've been enjoying being a hermit, so it's okay. It's my okay. son is in
1: my fourth house, so I'm ah. living it up. I love it. I can do this forever and ever. Ah.
0: <laughs> that's interesting. Yes. yeah. Wow, in yeah. the fourth. And yeah. <laughs> huh. No, I, I have most of my planets up on the top, and I only have my moon in the third house on the bottom.
1: Oh, that's so funny. I think you did my chart once, and we're opposite. Most of my planets are on the bottom. Ah. So we can learn a lot from each other.
0: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. How funny. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Send in your questions. Who's out there, say hello, Uh, give us some hearts. I see a lot of people have joined us.
1: (laughs) I see my cousin says Rachel rocks. I see that too,
0: classic Jill, (laughs) Jill Jilly. I'd like a mini reading. Okay, Alicia, Alicia, send send us a question. Hello, Nika from Germany. If you have a a question about your life that you'd like Rachel to do a little reading with her tarot cards she's here for you. Or your flute (laughs) playing. Or your flute playing, yes. (laughs) Well she specializes in doing our flute horoscopes every month for the Flute View which are amazing and I love reading them every every month and if you haven't done so already you must check it out she's there every month uh i don't know how she does it she writes so much for each sign and it's just uh we all i I super appreciate it i love it it's so much fun to write these i
1: love it every month my favorite part is going through what happened in the previous month because it never turns out the way i think it's going to turn out so i'll I'll write my own horoscopes and then I am reviewing them like at at the end of the month and everything has come true but not in the way that I expected it when I was writing and sometimes it comes true for my husband and he doesn't even play the flute
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah because you always do your the horoscopes as if we're well obviously for the flute community so it's always uh, maybe a rehearsal about a rehearsal or changing to the piccolo or you know whatever you change (laughs) it up and it's it's really, really lovely that way. They're I so it. fun. Yeah. yeah. Did that
1: come true for you?
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. For me, I feel I'm always in tune with the and I, I need to read I always read at the beginning of the month. I need to go back and read at the end of the month a little more diligently to see how it things evolve. But often when I make my own predictions or I see a transit coming up, oh actually I have just <laughs> Let's see your interpretation. I have a uh, transit Pluto coming onto my moon and I'm oh petrified.
1: God. Oh, no, don't be, don't be scared. No, this is good. You're just going to have to think differently. You're going to have to open your mind and think differently. That's a good thing. It's a really good thing, but it's going to be about your emotions. So
0: I know. <laughs> yeah. I know the strengthening <laughs> right. of my emotional. So yeah. that's always, that's been my biggest challenge actually. Cause I, I have so much in cancer and in Scorpio and I'm super emotional so
1: <laughs> Yeah. It's That'd okay. A... That means you're you're already in tune with your emotions. So changing the way you think about them is not gonna it's not gonna be a challenge for you because they're right there. So if you were like maybe a Virgo or maybe uh maybe a Capricorn, you might have a little more difficulty, but since you have so much water in your chart. I think it's gonna be fine. You just you gotta be a fish. Just like your just like your reading said, you just gotta be a fish and go with the flow. And and that's really hard. I'm I'm a Scorpio. That's the last thing that we do. We do not go with the flow. So I understand how hard that
0: is. Mm. Uh, Scorpio Mm. and Leo, I have all of this
1: like, yes, fixed, fixed, fixed. And then I have this Gemini that's always chattering in the back of
0: my mind. Right. 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 Well, that's what makes it uh, so easy for you to send us or easy. I'm assuming it's easy <laughs> uh, so much, you know, every month. I'm always just in awe of how much material you send. I mean, it's really wonderful.
1: I love it. If you ever want me to stop sending so much, I'm, I'm up for, no, not I at it. all. I, just, I start writing and it's, it's like, it's creative writing, but it's like thinking outside of the box and, and I really, I, I enjoy it. I love it.
0: That's awesome. No, keep it coming. I love it. I love, I just don't want to impose on you. That's why I said. No, I love it. Oh, that's so great. That's so great. So Alicia, Alicia has sent in a question, but I think it's just half of the question. How is the best, what is the best way for me to put, and then we're waiting for the second half of the question. well in the meantime rachel what have you been doing during your pandemic time
1: so i work full-time but i'm also working on a book right now for oxford university press yay and it's about the Altès method and what i'm doing is creating a critical edition of the Altès method wow yeah and that involves a lot of finale and going between like the original document and translating all of those weird frenchy Ornamentations into finale, which has been quite a challenge, but I, I'm rounding the corner. I'm pretty well through the part three, which is the meat and potatoes, as we all know, of the Altez method. Uh, wow. So, yeah, that's what I'm working on. That's get this super, book done.
0: Yeah. super impressive. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm writing a book too, but,
1: <laughs> but it's super secret. <laughs> We should write a book on tarot together.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be nice. That would the be flute nice. And tarot. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's so many of us who are, who, who do, do, do this kind of practice, I think. Uh, flutists, as, as I think I mentioned this last time, tend to be very deeply spiritual. And then a lot of us are very, um, you know, interested in the esoteric arts, as they used to call it, you know. Yes. All right, so here's the second half of Alicia's question. Uh, What is the best way for me to put myself in the music community? Excellent question. That is an excellent question. I think we all go through that question, don't we, Rachel?
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, so many times. That's part of the reason I started doing this, this question just like that. Okay, so the first, ooh, okay, so we'll do a past, present, future. Uh, and the first one I love this card this is my card this is the Queen of Hearts she is the ultimate artist so in the past you have you've loved music music you loved poetry um, you might get caught in your imagination sometimes so you might like get carried away but you are like the dreamy poet flutist of the world so that's your, that's your, you're in the right position Um, so in your present oh so we got this for Viviana so this is again it's a card of frustration so it's um the nine of Pentacles so you might not be seeing all of the wealth right now that you probably thought just like I was saying in my background you might not be seeing everything that you thought you would be seeing at this point that's okay because okay
0: nine of Pentacles reversed because there's a difference there too
1: okay and then this is the three of pentacles this is your future so you might encounter some disharmony and I know exactly what this is saying haters gonna hate so what I think your reading is saying is you just need to put yourself out there set up a YouTube page and when you do that you might get some comments you know haters gonna hate (laughs) ignore them ignore them just do your thing this is what you're gonna have to deal with this and i think this is a card that makes you stronger like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger right (laughs) so i think that's what that's saying like you have everything you need to be the best part of your flute community you are an artist you love what you do it might not be happening at the moment and that's you you know you might be even frustrated with that but you're just gonna have to put yourself out there you're gonna have to be strong and just deal with the haters there's haters everywhere
0: <laughs> everyone has them
1: everyone has them
0: <laughs> yes even Meryl
1: Streep she has oh haters. everybody Everyone. Every, that's
0: why everyone absolutely yeah. everyone I mean I know super famous people who who focus on oh my god I got a bad comment today <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly you just and gotta the-
1: do it you just gotta put yourself out there
0: yes yeah. absolutely I support that Alicia, and send us whatever you do put out there, tag the flute view, and we, especially in your stories, you guys, if you tag the flute view, we will reshare in the stories. So, Alicia, I look forward to hearing from you. <laughs>
1: start a YouTube page, that's what I'm saying.
0: Oh, ah, okay, good, yeah. I, I tend to neglect my YouTube, I don't know, I don't see the the progress like I do in Instagram, and so... It, become, it t- has taken a back seat, but oh. you're probably right. YouTube is probably better.
1: <laughs> There's no better. All of these platforms are great. Instagram Live, uh, Facebook, even do a Facebook Live. Um, anything that you can do to put yourself out there, I think, is, is
0: A-OK. <laughs> yeah, true. true. Yeah. wow Wow. Um, at what point did you start uh, – I mean, you do this professionally? I mean – that was
1: a good question because I am setting up a website currently um, to do tarot cards. Um, so I, I'm working out those details now, but coming soon. If you want tarot card readings, there will be a website. Yes,
0: that's great. Yes. That's great because then yeah. it can also be tagged at the end of uh, of your column. You know? Yeah,
1: that would be great.
0: Yeah. yeah. But but until
1: now, I've just been kind of doing it for my friends. You know, I I did it at work. I used to set up a table at my work, my day job. I used to have like a table, and people would just come in, and I would give them tarot card readings. And I I spent a long time with a lot of good people, and I helped them. And that's I'm so glad that I could help somebody doing that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's wonderful. That's beautiful. And and then how did how did you start? I mean, astrology is huge. That's, yeah. that's, that's a never, that's like music. It's a never ending study. Yeah. And
1: it was kind of over time. Like, like I was saying at the end of that DMA period, you know, I had done my, I had wrote my dissertation and I was ready to start. And I just kept getting rejection letter after rejection letter when I was applying for jobs and I was going through this time and I didn't understand it. So I just started researching. I, I was always kind of interested in astrology but i didn't know how everything worked i didn't know what a chart was i didn't know what rising signs and and moon signs and um like what what my venus meant so i just i went on youtube and i just started researching some of the greatest some of the best astrologers out there so gene wiley was somebody i turned to and um barbara goldsmith i think is her name i i, I Like her reading. I've seen her on
0: on YouTube. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she's great. And then Michelle Knight. I love you should look up Michelle Knight I think you would connect a lot with Michelle Knight. She's got she lives by the ocean, too And so the opening of all her videos is this beautiful like oceanscape She's got her dogs (laughs) but her readings really resonate as well uh, ah. so I just started kind of learning um, there was an uh, I can't remember her name it was uh, Alyssa something or other but she had a really good series about what everything like what your Capricorn or sorry Capricorn is my Mars what your Mars means what your Venus means like she like went in depth in each um, each element of your chart mm. uh, and I thought that was really interesting
0: well, why don't we do a little bit of? You know just for people out there who might be interested for example tell us what would the moon sign uh, represent
1: so the moon sign is your emotions so um there are so many good calculators online where you could just type in your birth date to get your sun moon and rising signs so your moon sign has to deal with your emotions uh, when i said that i'm a gemini moon sign for example my when i go to bed my like the thoughts in my head just keep going and gemini's are known for talking right so it's kind of like my mind cannot shut up <laughs> or when i when i'm emotional about something which i'm a scorpio i'm a water sign i get emotional all the time i and this might explain some of your scorpio friends we go inside we go into our brains and we start working out all of these emotions
0: in our brains <laughs> so that's the moon sign it has to
1: and emotions.
0: And I'll just share my, I'm a squir- Capricorn moon. And so that makes me, a Capricorn is all about hard work and climbing the mountain. So I'm a workaholic and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you'll see me working, working. Uh, I mean, until I pass out, I work, I work. And I wake up and I start working. I and mean, that's so, what
1: makes you happy, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, you know this kind of explains my flute horoscopes because if i have gemini in, as a moon sign i love just
0: the chatter so
1: i'm like writing 11 pages every month of my horoscopes because i can't stop
0: yeah love yeah it. and i love about and i love promoting the flute view so i'm on you know now doing the podcast and i do a flute View in spanish and we've got the market going on and nice. i mean i'm just i'm just I don't know i'm a little insane well the fact that i have time now i have time i'm not traveling around the planet so and i as long as i have wi-fi i can plug the flute view you know so. excellent you're
1: perfect for that <laughs>
0: perfect. okay so then
1: um ascendant what would the yeah, ascendant so represent? Yeah. your rising signs yeah that's the um the i always think of it as like the person that you portray to the public so like when you're out in front of people like this is the person this is the performance that you put on for the rest of the world um and i'm a leo (laughs) i'm a leo rising so i you know i sometimes i do like to be center of attention which is strange for a scorpio but that's true (laughs) um but i also like to make sure that um everyone's happy everyone's having a good time which is um it's kind of a cancer thing but i also think it's kind of a, a leo thing uh to make sure that like there's a party and everyone is enjoying themselves.
0: <laughs> I That's interesting because I'm, I'm a Scorpio rising with a sun in Leo. And the next thing that I love, aside from me performing, I love promoting other people's performance, making sure that they're shining as well. I like to spread my spotlight, not just on me, but I like spotlighting others as well. And the Scorpio would, would, uh, uh my, it's a bit secretive. It can be a little bit intense, super intense, actually, and um, a bit sexual sometimes. <laughs> or passionate, we like to say, Passionate, right? very yeah. passionate. <laughs> and uh, that's the hermit part of me that is enjoying going to my cabin in Big Sur. So, oh, you know who should be on this call is that guy from Texas. He does, he's, he calls himself, I think, the mystic Flutist, oh, and yeah. and he's super into all this. I should oh, have alerted right. him that yes. this was happening. Anyway, I just see that celestial flute is on here. It reminded me celestial flute. Uh, uh oh gosh, I've had five surgeries in the last six months, and um, oh, my brain. Yeah, I don't remember You're looking anything. fab. <laughs>
1: you're looking amazing. You're you're Leo. You're Leo. That's what we do. We look amazing. Right.
0: Bryce. (laughs) Hello, Bryce. And Bryce is living in Texas and reminded me of this other Texas flutist who's the mystical flutist. Anyway, so back to the rising sign. Um, yeah, it's the part, as you said, it's what everyone else sees you more as, right? That's right. Yeah.
1: Your public persona. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But your sun sign is who you really are. So I'm a Scorpio. I, I like to, crawl in my little cave and work on things by myself. I love my alone time. I love research. I love writing research. Um, but because I'm a Leo rising, I'm okay to display all of that, put that on display and share it with others. Some Scorpios might not like that. Some Scorpios may just, you know, want it for themselves, but I like to like put on a show. That's, I love Leos because they're the divas of the entire zodiac. to the I, show, they love it. They're the Beyonces and Madonnas.
0: Madonnas, yes. I want I love Leos too, just because they're magnanimous as yeah. well. Well, not to say that I, I mean it's just yes, know, everyone are. that I meet. I I just love, when I meet a Leo, I just go, oh, I love Leos. I love them. <laughs> <laughs> okay so then rising how about the Venus if um, moon is the emotion what is Venus Venus is what you
1: love and how you love uh, so I'm lucky um, my Venus is in my fifth house which is all about love <laughs> so love I love to love which maybe a good thing may be a bad thing sometimes you know I might get carried away because I am a water sign um, but that, I I Venus is how you love, like what matters to you and how do you approach the things that matter to you?
0: Wow, and my Venus is in Cancer. So I'm super nurturing when I love and I have his, well, yeah, I'm super nurturing. And it's in the ninth house of travel. So oh, that's why I love to travel. And it's and up that's there with- why you're
1: asking about travel. <laughs> yes, because
0: that's, that's what's most important. It's always been the most important thing. In fact, I didn't want to play in an orchestra. I didn't want to teach. I wanted to travel. Because it's up there, Venus with my Mars, up there in the ninth house, along oh. with my north node, I think it is, or something. Oh, wow. Other. Yeah, it's like I have to travel. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, okay. And then Mars,
1: then? Mars is how you work uh, so I, I think I um I <laughs> joked earlier about having Capricorn in my Mars I'm also if you like Myers-Briggs I'm an ISTJ like I, when I work it's like structured plan I love my deadlines I think in boxes if Emmanuel Davis was on this call he would be able to tell you <laughs> how I wrote my dissertation <laughs> uh, so I, I started with an outline like this is this is a Capricorn this is a total Capricorn idea is to start um Like plan everything, every detail, um and
0: but, and you just work, 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 work. Well, Capricorn is work, work, work. Details I associate mode with Virgo. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Do you yeah. have Virgo
1: in your chart as well? Ah, uh, you know I do. I can't remember where I have it though. Um, uh. It's it's somewhere where I'm ignoring. <laughs> right, right. Well, I have
0: Mercury in Virgo. Ha ha. Oh, boy, there you go. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Huh. we should hang out more often. We should. <laughs> <laughs> could have a
1: chart series. We could just do everyone's chart. Oh, that would be fun. You know, we could like pull up um like a faint like Jean-Pierre Ron Paul's chart and discuss do all the aspects. Yes. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Fun. Yes. Okay. Well, Just so you know, know, I have good Wi-Fi on Tuesdays because I'm not in the cabin, And uh, we could do this more often. I would love to discuss his chart and other charts. You know, that would be awesome. That'd be fun.
1: I did, um, I think this is how I started working for you guys. Um, I had a blog post on my flute blog. and it was about composers i think it was composers and their astrological signs and it was really funny to right. take a deep dive into all of these sun signs and and like beethoven was a sagittarius that makes total sense because sagittarians do not like authority they like to put on the show but they don't like authority so that makes perfect sense for beethoven um and then i think um was Bach a virgo um he was some something- march march
0: was Pisces
1: Pisces I think it was dreaming where yeah he was really good at the details of I can't remember I can't remember off the top of my head but probably a Pisces right
0: <laughs> I think his birthday was in March yes but now I'm thinking maybe end of March March 31st for some reason I'm thinking March 31st but hmm. my brain after five surgeries again
1: <laughs> yeah well, that also makes sense he look at his volume of work like that's an Aries that's an Aries work force <laughs> energizer
0: bunny yes
1: <laughs> and then um, I remember Mozart was the rebel um, I, I forget the sign but he was a rebel
0: <laughs> which makes
1: total sense <laughs> yes yes
0: hello Amir Send in your questions. We have Rachel Taylor Geyer here uh, and giving tarot readings for the, our flute community. And uh, we would love to hear your questions. So please send them in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How okay. did you survive the Mercury retrograde last month? Any issues, anything's come up? Always. Always, I know me Always.
0: Too. I just, I just, uh, last year though, it was an eternal one, right? <laughs> last year, every, well, anyway, yeah, last, I think last year was it, last year.
1: Last year it like, it started on a full moon or something like that. Wasn't there a Mercury retrograde that started on a full moon?
0: I'll tell you, there was an eclipse and a retrograde on June 20th my car accident was june 19th i was in the hospital with mercury and retrograde that for three weeks until uh and then uh until let's see there was another eclipse on july 5th i want to say which is the day i went back into the hospital for my pulmonary embolism (laughs) Yikes! so that's why i said i had a, a Mercury in uh, retrograde on steroids. Well, my whole pandemic has been pretty intense. Yeah, oh. and well, I co- so I do so so much to cover up. You look My great. scars. You I've got scars everywhere. Great. No, in person you'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but on the video, I, I I figure out ways how to. I, I've I've really masked my scar, but I have a huge scar here and another one here. I spend hours trying to get rid of them, so I'm not going to point them out.
1: <laughs> ah, yeah, you look great. You can't even tell. <laughs> I remember. I think I gave you a reading after that happened, um, and it was it was kind of like, hold on, it'll, it'll be okay. It'll take some time, but you'll be okay in the end. And here you are. Here you are, okay, and
0: looking great, and thriving
1: like a Leo does.
0: Thank you. Yeah, I've been I've been thinking about. Uh, going online and talking about the whole process because it was very intense, but I I just chose to really focus on the positive in every day, every day, just not dwell, not complain, even though it was challenging, but hey. <laughs> um, okay, so you have a book coming out. When is the Altas? book coming out
1: oh I'm still working on it I think it should be done um, by the end of the year so I'm thinking early next year
0: it okay be. yes okay that's yeah. good that's yeah. good uh, that's wonderful and that's beautiful that you've got a publisher all lined up yes that's yeah. what more can you ask for yeah <laughs> It'll that's be fantastic good. yes, yes. <laughs> All right, well, is there anything else that you might want to offer as words of wisdom to young flutists out there? Oh,
1: sure. Well, I have a couple of um, previews, astrological previews, if you will. Yes. Uh, the next Mercury retrograde is May 29th. So do everything you can until May 29th. <laughs> if you have contracts to sign, if you have job interviews, if you have, try to get that done before May 29th. Um, And then we have a couple of interesting retrogrades coming up. Uh, April 27th is a Pluto retrograde. Mm -hmm. And like we talked about earlier, Pluto is all about how you think. So this is a good time to like take a step back and it's going to fall in different houses for different people. But it's a good time to take a step back and reevaluate the way you think about things. Um, And this can be on like a big spiritual level, or it could just be like day to day. How, how do you think about your day and how do you structure your your day to make yourself happy? Um, And then the other um, retrograde is a Saturn retrograde. I hate Saturn. (laughs) Saturn always like, he's mean to me. Saturn is mean to me. (laughs) But when we have a Saturn retrograde, it's all about learning. So Saturn is about teaching you the lessons that you need to learn um, for life, life lessons. But when he's in retrograde, it's kind of like a, a period to reflect on what you've learned. Uh, so, and that's gonna happen May 23rd. Uh, so this is a good time to use that period to think about all of the lessons, maybe from the entire um, quarantine period, it would be a good time. Like what have you learned during this quarantine? And with Pluto there, uh, a month later no no that pluto's there same first. time yes yes yeah. it's a good time to combine the two like use what you've learned to reframe how you think about things in
0: the future mm-hmm. yeah. yes and well as a moon in capricorn make friends with saturn yes. Saturn is wise it's and me. in time <laughs> in time saturn you'll see the jewels the the lessons learned and the the wisdom acquired. Absolutely. So yes, it's good to embrace Saturn. He's good. Yes, He's good. He and he also is a sustainer. I mean, um, and, and he binds things. So if you work with a, within a Saturn transit, it'll, it'll have longevity. That's right. That's right. He's like He's, the
1: professor that, that gave you a C in high school. But you remember that professor because he taught you some of the most important lessons that you've taken through your
0: life. And the god Saturn is Kronos, who is Father Time. Ah! Oh, oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's wrap it up after Father Time. I feel that classical music, in a way, is a very Saturnian practice in that you know it spans so many years and it takes years to master if then and it, it, and it spans lifetimes and generations and and it sweetens like wine you know i mean so right anyway yeah. i i guess it's maybe not a bad note to to end on yeah <laughs> excellent <sighs> yes well thank you so much for your time rachel
1: thank you for having me it's always fun to be on this channel
0: yes absolutely and thank you for every month for sending your flute horoscopes go check them out they are amazing and well happy spring
1: happy march
0: (laughs) bye everybody thank you for listening to the flute view podcast please give us a rating and leave a comment the flute view is sponsored by flute world Haynes flutes FluteHoot.com and the University of California, Santa Cruz, where I teach. Please remember to subscribe for only $12.99 a year at TheFluteView.com.